Okay, we're just waiting for a few people to come in. Oh, it sounds like the echo is gone. Uh, listen, when restarting the show, I didn't have the option to reshare it, so I'm going to ask you guys if you could share the link. You could find the way to do that and share it with people on Telegram. Uh, thank you, Grannies. Thank you. Uh, Jesse should be joining us back in a moment. So I'll just start again and say Happy New Year to you in case it didn't come through clear. Uh, today we're going to be talking about vision for 2022. I believe we're going to have some exciting announcements and we're going to discuss some current things that are going on, uh, as well as we're going to give you some more clues, uh, to the amount that we're able to, uh, of what, uh, this project Jesse and I are working on and working through with the Lord. So we're, uh, we're super excited. The, I spent, uh, many hours in prayer and, uh, and just seeking out the Lord today. Thank you, Sarah. And the Lord has really been speaking to me on a few things, although we came up with the uh, topics, uh, last night of what we wanted to do. Uh, we didn't, we have one final chapter to do in our revelation series, of course, but, we want to keep that together with the other episodes. So we're going to do that next week when we're allowed back on our video platform. Uh, yes, I just saw that, uh, something happened. I did upload the second, uh, part of Jeffsy's interview. I'll do that again today. I don't know why, uh, that, uh, it didn't go through, but, uh, something went wrong and I will figure it out and, and get that done for you. Um, so, yeah, there's been just a, a tremendous amount of stuff going on uh, behind the scenes. And, uh, in fact, we've even expanded our platforms now. We're going to be on uh, on multiple uh, more platforms after today, uh, particularly on video. Uh, we're already on about 20 different platforms on audio. A lot of people don't realize that, but uh, we actually rank in the top 100 on Apple iPod. Uh, 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 Apple podcasts and, uh, we rank really high on Spotify. I think we were something like 46 on Spotify last time I got, uh, things. So, you know, God is really getting our message out here and he has been blessing us, even though the enemy comes against us and tries to censor us and take us down. Uh, the strike that we got on YouTube was for something that we did. Uh, about two months ago, and quite honestly, it, it said harassment and cyberbullying is what we were accused of. I didn't even look it because they don't even they don't accept appeals. The appeal process is an absolute joke. So uh, we're really hoping that uh, the new platform with uh, Truth Social will be much better. Apparently, it's going to be launching in February. We don't know what it's going to look like. Obviously. Uh, but we do know that there will be a lot of traffic on there, and that's a place where we will end up, hopefully. Uh, and I say that because I had high hopes for Frank's speech when it came out, and it seems that I can't even contact anyone to get on the platform. Apparently, if you're not on their inside club, you're not part of it. Okay, I don't know what's taking Jesse. 
time to get here. Let me just see if I can. Get her back. I did send her the link. Just one second. I'm going to send her a text. Hey, thank you for those hearts. Those look really cool when they go up. Yes, and a happy new year to you and happy new year to everyone in the family. This is going to be an amazing year. And uh, hopefully even from this program, you're going to have some tools to work with going forward and uh, navigating this year and you know, through all the disinformation, you know, one thing that has been heavy on my heart is, and, and it's so contrary. Oh, Jesse says she didn't get the link. Uh, can someone post the link in, uh, in Telegram for her? I can't resend it, I don't think, without restarting. Let me see. Nope. Sorry about this. They've been working really, really well when we do the military analyst. Okay, I'm just going to tell her to go to the mod chat. Just give me one second. Thank you for that. All right. And by the way, we will probably take some calls even uh, before the end of the uh, podcast here. So we can turn on a feature inside of this. And if you are using the app for Podbean, you will be able to call in. That's one of the features that I really, really like about this platform. Uh, oh, there's Jesse. Jesse. Yes, hello, hello. All right, so we, we prayed. Oh, you know what? The echo comes on as soon as we're Oh, let me try to mute. Okay, yeah, but muting isn't good. Uh, do you have headphones? I think you might need headphones, Jesse. I think if I just mute while you're talking it should be okay and then i'll unmute to talk oh okay well that seemed to work uh but we do need you to talk so one of the very first things that i wanted to speak about is setting plans for the year and setting goals 
you know, it is said that if you do not plan, then you've planned to fail. And why is it important to set goals? Well, first of all, we're fighting for our freedoms. We're fighting for our liberties. You're fighting for your kids. You're fighting for your grandkids to live in a peaceful society. If you're not planning to get into the fight, if we're just just looking at intel is not fighting. Just looking at intel is not making a difference in this world. This is the year we all stand up. And it's very important to start marking out your plans and to start seeking God's face on your own to find out what his will is for you to do at this time. I will guarantee you his will is not for you to sit on the couch and look at intel all day long. Okay? And and I understand that Jesse and I are in the kind of the intel business, if you want to call it that, uh, that you guys come to this program because you want to know things, you want to know truths, you want to get closer to God. That is all good. That is all good. But that's not the only thing we do. Uh, Jesse and I don't just collect intel day and night to give you intel. We collect intel so we can take action. And one of those strongest actions, quite honestly, is this new prayer group that we have. And the prayer that we have on Saturday nights, we know during the holidays, we did it just last Thursday. It went over two hours, and it was extremely powerful. Each one of them has been extremely powerful. And in our togetherness, in our prayers, God answers. And I, we are knocking down walls. We are breaking everything. You've got to remember, everything starts in the spirit. If you want to create something, it is created in the spirit. How is that created? Well, is your thought physical? No. Your thoughts are spirit. You cannot touch them. They're spirit. God hears every single thought that you make. And this is what is deciding. If you keep thinking, oh, we're defeated, you know, the enemy's too big, the enemy's too powerful, guess what? God answers that prayer. He says, you know what? The enemy is too big for you. The enemy is too powerful for you. Go sit back down. But that's not what we're saying on this broadcast. And uh, Jesse, do you want to add to that? And I would... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more. There's so much work to be done. And, you know, the last hour is not the moment in the battle to step back. You know, I often think of that scripture verse um, during the transfiguration where, you know, it starts off that Jesus calls those who are closest to him and most intimate with him to tarry with him just for an hour. And so this is the hour that we really need to draw all the closer to him. And there's only one way to know, you know, exactly where he wants you in the battle, the weapons he's given you. Uh, the position he wants you to stand in and the areas that he wants to give you uh, the victory to tear down strongholds in. And you can only get that through being in his word and, and drawing all closer to him, both per- in your personal life as well as 
you know, we have to be doing it as the corporate army. So these opportunities are really moments where, you know, we're coming together as the armor, as the army of God. And, you know, in those prayer moments, we, it's, like on the battlefield, we're literally arraying ourselves in our holy armor before him saying, Lord, lead the way. We're here to follow. So it's really important that people show up and, you know, that we start incorporating that showing up even in our, our personal daily lives. Every morning we get up saying, you know, Lord, I, I might not feel good today. I, you know, it's been a rough week, but here I am. Um, whatever your will is, I'm ready to do it. Amen. Amen. And we were having a little bit of a technical difficulty, uh, in just speaking of coming together. So first of all, uh, in this SOS army, this right on radio community that, uh, that God has brought us together, uh, he's knitted us together for a reason. And, he wants us to go forward with a like mind, not a divided mind. We are to be like-minded in putting Christ first and building our house upon that. And uh, before we ended the, the, the first attempt at this, I started to give an update. And the coming togetherness as an army and as a people uh, was on full demonstration uh, a few days ago when I did the broadcast for the emergency broadcast for Krista Ford and for Kevin Onnette. Uh, I have not got a, an update from Kevin Onnette's team yet, uh, but it's a very positive sign that he's going to be broadcasting live today. Uh, I have, uh, Jesse and I have both uh, received updates from Krista Ford and uh, I want to share that with you now, and I, I just I, just before I do, it's important to say I get requests from a lot of hurting people, and I and we just can't always do broadcasts. Uh, I have to really seek the Lord before doing something like that because it's draining on people to hear uh, tough stories. It's draining on people to see our brothers and sisters hurting. It's draining on people to to always have to stand up and give. Um, but in this case, I felt strongly led by the Lord to do this uh, broadcast. And, uh, you know, originally Krista's need was going to be about $3,000 for this oxygen machine and a couple uh, other things that were needed right away. Then it went to $4,000 because... She needed uh, some legal matters to uh, to also happen simultaneously to take care of her kids. And by the morning, uh, and I don't have the exact number uh, that it ended up at, but in the morning, she had written to me and said that not only did you meet her needs, but you met it in abundance, and she had... 7,770 odd dollars. <laughs> so, you know, I you just can't make that up. Actually, I think it's 7,770. The sevenfold miracles. <laughs> and she was able to 
go from there. Um, her father had driven through the night to pick up an oxygen machine for her. Once they had the money secured, um, her father went and got an, she literally had an oxygen machine the next morning and great relief in her. Uh, she was able to accomplish her legal matters. Um, her husband and her were praising God. Um, look, their challenges aren't over, I'm sure. But I want you to know that God isn't a God of an abundance. And like, honestly, it, it just, to, to see the generosity that you poured, because on that give, send, go, you actually see, okay, she's already met her need. I don't need to give when it reached $4,000. You see what the number is, but you kept giving. And I just, you know, we never give with an expectation to get because then you've already received your reward. But I'll tell you, I truly believe in my heart that God is going to honor each one of you who gave. And I just, uh, that's right. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. So um, this is a family who will continue to struggle for some time as they get through this, but you guys have stepped up and showed the love and God, most importantly, has showed favor on them. Yeah, he has. And I touched base with her briefly this morning, but if we can continue to pray for them, um, you know, both parents are, are, we'll just say, you know, it's critical and they're very ill and um this is a family they've got a lot of kiddos and we had um you know supported them through christmas because of their situation um so the more that we can just pray lift them up you know and as i've been praying i think of the practical things you know um how can we continue to just help and bless so that the parents can just you know, their focus just needs to be right now, rest and getting better. And, um, you know, what can we do to help them be, be in that space where they can just be in the Lord's presence, healing and taking care of them. So that's what's needed at the moment. Amen. All right. I want to read a couple scriptures that I've pulled aside for you. And. I'm glad Joe, by the way, great sermon last night, Joe. Uh, and, you know, when I was uh, talking with Joe earlier in the week, I was pointing him towards the Proverbs uh, because he had asked me a certain question. And I don't know if that's what inspired, but I think it was maybe part of what inspired uh, him to go on this. And he's really got about six months of material lined up now because of it. So, Praise God. But I'm going to just read uh, a, a few Proverbs. So this one is Proverbs 21, uh, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. So when I look at that, what I get from that is there's people who will rush to do things, and particularly Christians, because we feel as Christians that we're just going to be blessed by God 
Uh, God will just see our hearts and our hearts are good. But, you know, if you need to do something and, and if you were doing something in business or even in your personal life, um, and you needed some help. So you always need help if your plans are big enough and you should be thinking big. You should dare to dream big. Um, because we have a very big God. But, you know, if you needed to go to the bank, you're going to prepare a, a business plan. You're going to have your plan set before, and you're going to go and present it to the banker, and the banker will help you do whatever that is if your plans made sense and if they're good. How much more should you prepare your plans before the Lord? If you just rush into it thinking God's going to bless you, Listen, God is big. God can do whatever God wants. But I'm telling you, in these days, we need to be strategic. You need to be diligent, and you need to be operating in his will. And you don't know if you're operating in his will, even though it seems that you might be doing a good thing, unless you present your plans before the Lord. What say you, Jesse? No, I absolutely agree. Could you repeat, um, before I say, uh, repeat which verse that was again? 21.5 in Proverbs. Okay, I'll have you repeat it back oh, in a sorry, moment. I was muted. 21.5. Uh, okay, five. Thank you. No, I, um, I think that's something that you know, as we've been walking through uh, learning, you know, the discipline of stewardship in the different areas of our lives uh, this past year, um, I couldn't agree more that the Lord, you know, his desire first is that we know what his vision for our life is. And then as we strategically plan and pray um, for the the operation and the execution of that vision, the Lord gives that revelation. And, you know, I just wanted to add the relationship aspect to that, that, you know, the Lord doesn't want us just to be sitting there, you know, waiting for a mass of revelation like he cares about these works that he's given us to do. And he wants us to be, I, I don't want to use the word necessarily business relationship, but it kind of is like that, you know, the Lord is stewarding his house and he cares about the execution of that stewardship within his house. And those who invest in it, you know, he's really going to raise up to be the managers uh, within his household. And so, you know, we can just be those who kind of go along and, you know, we'll hear or get wind of what the desire is and, and then we do the work. Um, but if we want to be in that management or leadership position within the Lord's house, then there's no other way to do it than to be faithful with uh, bringing the, you know, I guess faithful with the process is a good way to put that. Yeah. And we're talking about the bigger things, you know, uh, you don't, you don't need to, uh, to write down a plan and, uh, and, you know, present it before God if, uh, if, if your neighbor is hungry and should you give them food. Okay. We're talking about for the bigger things in life. Uh, so 
let me uh, let me continue. I've got about four or five of them here that I really want to present. So the next one is Proverbs 16, verse 3. And it says, Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. What does that say to you, Jesse? Um, <clears throat> Bidding is a process that I guess I, I think of how to apply these verses. So that's where I'll go with this. Um, it, it, this verse reminds me of Corey Ten Boom. She was somebody who, um, as the Lord called her to go out and speak, she literally would lay a map before the Lord every morning in her prayer. And she would say, okay, Lord, you know, where do you want me to go this week? And he would, he would pinpoint, tell her exactly where he wanted her to go and speak. And so, you know, I think about it with these matters that, you know, as we lay things before the Lord, he's going to be faithful to, uh, you know, show us what his desire is. And I think that that verse kind of confirms that method. Totally agree. All right. Let me uh, get to the next one here. There's a couple really good ones here. Um, the heart of man's plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And with this, God has created you as a free will agent. So the plans are those that, because God created you in a certain way with certain giftings, and you know what works in your life traditionally and what doesn't work in your life traditionally. And so God, if he's revealed your strengths and your weaknesses, and by the way, sometimes he's going to use you in your weakness. <laughs> I want to assure you of that. But when you go, when you know that you are meant to be, maybe you're meant to be a preacher, maybe you're meant to be an evangelist, maybe you're meant to uh, have, you know, other giftings, uh, you know, servitude, uh, the Lord will guide your steps as you move in the way and whom he's created you to be. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I do each year is, you know, I'm always kind of looking at the areas where I know I need to be sharpened in my walk with the Lord. So, you know, I kind of put it into, we'll just say four general areas um, I'll look at, you know, my prayer life. I'll look at the time I spend in reading the word of God, meditating or um, memorizing scripture. And then I'll look at my worship and I'll look at my fellowship with other believers. So as I look into those areas, I'll kind of start to bring in a plan. Um, spiritual disciplines are something that is very important to me. So, you know, I'll, I'll say, okay, what spiritual disciplines, Lord, do you want me to work on for the next, um, this next year? And then I'll start to pray into those. I'll start to look up scripture. Um, I'll start to talk to other people about those disciplines. And, um, you know, I kind of map out a plan of, 
my spiritual growth for the year that I'm working on with the Lord. So that might be something that helps um, many of you. I believe that will, Jesse. Uh, those are really, really great points. All right. Here's another one. This is uh, Proverbs 19, verses 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And again, we can have many, many plans and ambitions, but if it's not in the will of God, it's futile. We really need to build upon the rock. And you might be surprised at the things that God wants you to build. In fact, I'll be as bold to say you might be astonished. Many of us are thinking way too small these days. We're thinking we, we're only one person. Oh, but, you know, and, and I'm thinking just as we speak here about, you know, these parents that are going up against these school committees, you know, against the CRT and all this stuff. And, and they're begging these school councils to stop. Don't do this to our children. We cry. No. That council isn't bigger than you because they're sitting behind some big desk on an elevated platform. You are bigger than them. You're the son or daughter of the King Most High. And by the way, you pay their wage. No, you're going to do as instructed or you're going to be removed. That's the message. Do not think that things are bigger than you are. You are a son and daughter of the Most High. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, uh, that goes directly to what we've been speaking with in my course, Dominion and Authority, that as a kingdom of priests, we have that authority in Jesus Christ. And, you know, this is the year we need to start stepping out in that authority and not being afraid, not letting anything hold us back. You know, the Lord's word says that we're to cast every hindrance aside and to run this race with perseverance. Oh, Jesse, you're going to love the next one. All right. Uh, actually, just go to the ant, oh sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise without having any chief or officer or ruler. She prepares her bread in the summer and gathers her. Her food in the harvest, and that's Proverbs six verses six through eight. So <laughs> that's that talks to me about discipline and having self-discipline to be able to do things. 
you don't need someone to always remind you to get up and do something. You need to be a self-starter. You need to be self-disciplined. The Lord is pointing us to look at an ant. And how much greater are you than an ant? But look at what the ant does. It's a very, very, it's kind of a an eye-opening thing. And he says, get up, O sluggard. Just because we live in a convenient society does not mean we need to live convenient lives. And by the way, I'm preaching to myself on this one as well, just for complete honesty. Go ahead, Jesse. Oh, I said you were preaching to me as well. <laughs> that you know, it's it's hard to break that uh, convenience, and really, what that comes out of is this ideology of consumerism that we just get everything we want or desire on demand, and we need to break free of that just because it's there and available doesn't mean we need to live that way. Um, sometimes there's benefits that come from doing things the long, hard way, um, like the Lord planned it to be. Yeah, the path of least resistance is usually not the right path, although sometimes the Lord just makes things easy, and uh, and we're thankful for those times. So let me go on to, I think I got one more here. Oh, no, we'll just, we'll just stop there with that. Um, so there's a number of things that we want to cover in this. And, you know, the first one, if we're not drilling home the point, you need to be starting to establish your plans. And there's a reason why you need to write them down. Don't just keep them in your head. You need to write down your plans. You need to make them concise. And when I say concise and very, very distinct, if you just say, well, this year I'm going to evangelize and tell people about the Lord, there's no measurement on that. There's really no accountability on that. There's no way to know if you were successful or not. You need to make some plans and say, you know what? I'm not going to give up on my sister Karen this year. I'm going to be, I'm going to come at her with the word of God every time. And I'm going to just let her know the love of God and I will not give up. And that's, that's something you can measure. If it's in your business, if you want more finances for, to be able to give more, then you need to plan out how can you grow your business. And and by the way, if you're at a job with a fixed wage, you can be earning more right now without getting a raise. Did you know that? Did you know, let's say you're making $25 an hour, $20 an hour, $16, it doesn't matter. How can you have more money without getting a raise? Seek the Lord on that one. 
because the Lord can move in incredible ways in your life with that. So don't think that this is just for entrepreneurs. Far be it. The God is a God of provision and God pays for what he orders. Uh, and, and I'm not, not just talking financially. He pays for what he orders in all kinds of different ways, in all kinds of different situations. God is the God of all things, not just of some things. No, I absolutely agree. And, um, you know, we need to be strategic. We need to, I know people sometimes get fearful that, you know, they've done this before. They've, you know, written things down. They make kind of a list and then they, you know, it just kind of sits there and nothing happens of it. Um, but that's what we really need to pray in together and say, hey, let's, you know, let's get together. Let's hold each other accountable. Share. So I encourage you, share with others what your goals are. Share how you plan to execute them. You know, and it takes a few minutes every week where you sit down before the Lord and you say, okay, this is my goal. I want to, you know, grow in this area. How how do I plan to do that? You know, let's just say it's... um you know, you want to spend an hour every day reading the word. The first place to start with that is, you know, to pick a time every day that will work for you where you have that hour to set apart to be in the Lord's presence and then hold yourself accountable. You know, um, don't let anything stop you. You know, I grew up uh, or, you know, raised a bunch of kids and the only quiet place I had was um, in the bathroom, you know. But my kids knew that every night at 8 o'clock, you know, I would be in that bathroom and I was in there until I was done praying through. And, um, you know, it became uninterrupted time. And, you know, I would tell them, don't knock on the door unless there's an emergency. And even if there was an emergency, you know, I would evaluate if it was something that, you know, worth, uh, where I had to literally stop my prayer time to go deal with it, you know, but, um, so pick, pick little places to start and think, you know, on a weekly, uh, kind of a weekly mindset, you know, what are you going to do that week to grow that area? And then on a daily, you know, what do you need to do that day to fulfill your goal for the end of that week? You know, I'm so glad you said what you said, Jesse. And and by the way, we're going to get into some announcements. Jesse's agreed to uh, let a little bit more slip out about the project that uh, she is working on, and uh, I'm I'm assisting uh, into whatever capacity God will let me do that. Uh, but you know, people don't want to write down goals because you failed in the past. Let's just be honest, uh, and and it and it sickens you that you write something down and it doesn't happen, so you don't do it. That is the number one reason why people do not do that. And, and Jesse, I don't think I've ever even mentioned it on the program. If I had, it's just once. But a couple of years ago, God gave me this thing called the Star Achievement System. And I think it was mainly for me, but it was kind of brilliant. And it's a goal-setting 
uh, way to have success where if you write down your goals and actually start, you will achieve your goals. And what it is, is quite honestly, it's just a little trick in your mind. And, and I, and I know I, I invented this. God gave it to me, but uh, no one else in the world has ever taught this that I know of. Uh, so I did not get the idea from anyone else. I want to be clear on that. But this little thing, and I think we sell it for about $19 or something like that on right on university. A lot of you have bought that, that thing, by the way. And I hope it's, uh, it's changing your life, but I get a lot of stuff done. I bounce a lot of balls. I work a lot of hours and it's by using this star achievement system that I'm able to get many, many things done and not feel guilty about, uh, not getting a, a task completed in the time because sometimes we can't do things in our time. Sometimes things take longer, but they still get done. So I establish my plans and then I put my goals down. And, uh, and so I'd encourage you. And, and so one of the things that Jesse and I wanted to talk about, and we're not making this into a commercial by any means, but I want you to hear our hearts on right on you and why we brought it about and what it's there for you to do. Uh, again, not a commercial, but we've never really addressed this, and it is a big part of our vision in going forward what we are doing with Right On You. Right On You, uh, so first of all, I I'll get the elephant out of the room. Yes, Jesse and I make money on Right On You. It helps to support our endeavors. It helps to get us into a position to be able to give uh, as well. Uh, but it does help carry us through. So I want to get that out, and there's no apologies for that. Uh, God's given us talents, and if you write on you is not a necessary thing. You don't have to buy. You don't have to. We don't know if you buy or don't buy, quite honestly. We don't pay attention to who does and who doesn't. It doesn't buy favor with us. But we put together things that are imperative to your life and it's stuff that God has given us through experience through walking with him for many years uh from studying you know I didn't expect God to give me this platform of a podcaster I never planned on being a podcaster I didn't expect that God would give me a platform becoming a before becoming a podcaster of becoming a public speaker and standing in front of 5 600 people at a time and talking about this and doing conferences and telling uh, the people uh, essentially uh, creating wealth course was something that I was teaching. I used to call it the spirit of money. Um, and what I was trying to tell people is that God is in control of your money. And I was going in front of pagan audiences and giving them God's word and God's laws in front of it. So God has given a lot of wisdom and that came from over 20 years of studying and, and, you know, quite honestly, thousands of dollars of investment in learning and, and getting mentors and taking courses and things like that and, you know, putting it together for you. So because when money is an issue in your family, you're not effective doing other things. You're worried about money and worry and fear do not come from the Lord. So if you can alleviate those sort of things, you can become more effective. Now, we could give it for free. Absolutely. Sure, we could. But my experience is if we give something away for free, it has no value 
and you don't do it. If you actually put down a couple dollars for a course, you're actually going to take it seriously because you've got something invested in it. We make things affordable for everyone that is on there, but the Creating Wealth course, that some of the testimonies that we've received already has been life-changing. And even that question about when someone is working for $16.50 an hour, how can they have more money? Well, there's a really simple budgeting process in it. No other speakers really talk about budgeting because it's not sexy. But God speaks a lot about budgeting in his word. Believe it or not, he speaks more about this than he does about faith and more about it than he does heaven. In fact, 10 times as much he speaks about it. And if you cannot manage your own house, he's not going to give you other things to manage. And so you need to start taking this stuff seriously and managing your household. And by the way, when you start managing your household, I can statistically prove this through people that have gone through the course. Essentially, you do your lifestyle does not change, but you have 20 to 30% more at the end of the year without making a penny more. And I can testify, um, you know, I have been doing that this year and the Lord has blessed that greatly as I'm doing that. And, you know, for me, it, it was something that was very important. Um, you know, I've lived so long um, before the Lord really launched my ministry this past uh, year. You know, I was coming out of a, a five-year period where I had three massive shoulder surgeries. Um, you know, and, and through that period, uh, by the grace of God with my oldest daughter, um, you know, we, we were good budgeters. You know, we supported a family of nine on $1,600 a month. So, you know, budgeting wasn't an issue, but it was, you know, the stewardship. How are you going to be faithful and are you going to ask God for the increase or just be, you know, in this zone where you're you're satisfied with what you need? And it's not saying you give up being satisfied with what you need. Um, you know, it, I came to a point where it was like realizing that the Lord wants me to steward more. So, you know, it's not just focusing on, you know, Lord, provide my needs this month and, you know, God, I need 20 more dollars to pay that electric bill. You know, the Lord wanted me to be concerned about others around me, you know, that as my neighbors were struggling, the Lord wanted me to pray in and say, okay, Lord, I need an increase so that I can help meet my neighbor's need or, you know, that orphan's need over there. Um, so the Lord wants us to increase ourselves not just be in that constant begging struggling pleading to make ends meet that's right because again if we're struggling in these areas it's overwhelming look if you don't have money it's it's hard to eat if you don't have money you don't have a place a a roof over your head you're you're not going to be as effective in the ministry 
unless these things are taken care of. Now, I guess there's guys like John the Baptist who are called to live out in the woods and eat bugs, and, and he was certainly effective, but I don't suspect that calling is on everyone. Um, the next one I want to talk about, and we're going to get to some announcements, but I just want to go through these methodically. The next one that really stepped up and came on to right on you was Lenka. Lenka is a super powerful genius of a woman with a heart of gold. And, you know, Lenka is also a public speaker and she speaks in front of non-Christian audiences. And, you know, it's her conviction to use the word source and things like that. Okay, that's fine. But I will tell you, the Lenka's course absolutely aligns with the Word of God. In fact, when you look at the five steps in the first uh, part of the Creating Wealth Through Stewardship course, it almost emulates exactly to what her course teaches. Uh, it's all God's principles. She traveled around the world for years looking for answers and being a super diligent person and looking for answers, and God showed her these things and they absolutely align with God's word and what she put out there. And so people have said, well, you know, is she a born again Christian? I don't know. Uh, I do know that she calls on the name of God from time to time. We've talked about it, but listen, if you're in a car accident and your health is in bad need, when you go to the hospital, do you say, uh, no, 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 excuse me. Uh, are you a born again Christian before you, uh, stop my bleeding? No. You go to the doctor that is in the house, and she came with something that was a beautifully done course that changes lives. She was healed of cancer in 21 days. She was healed of all kinds of things by doing these things, and she's giving her gift of knowledge at a super reduced rate for people. So uh, when people come against Lenka's course being on Right On You, I, I, I almost laugh at them because you don't understand. God can use people who are not uh, maybe a super Christian like like you and I, you know, or whatever. I, and I say that somewhat mockingly of myself. Look, she's an expert and she has stuff that works. And Jesse, uh, in particular, you've been doing the detox. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I <clears throat> I put all my prayer needs on my Patreon each week. And so for the past um, year, I've had some issues uh, that were due to, you know, complications outside of, of myself. Um, <clears throat> so those complications caused uh, some major issues to both my thyroid and my lungs. And um, so... You know, I I had sought medical help. I've been on, you know, medications for both the lungs, the thyroid. But um, the thyroid in particular, um, this summer, like towards the end, like probably June through August, um, I started getting what we call thyroid storms. And basically I have – I've had – six cysts um, for over 11 years on my thyroid, but they were small and um, they were pretty much inactive. But um, after I had a specific event happen, then um, those cysts started massively producing 
extra amounts of thyroid hormone. So all of a sudden, you know, I basically, it's like my body has six thyroids all overactive right now. And so, you know, the doctors, there's, they say, you know, there's nothing else we can do. Um, you need to have it out. But then I've got some complications to my situation where, um, you know, basically I've had to be um, on the go. I've had to be in hiding. So it makes it really hard to take care of that thyroid. So I was asking the Lord, you know, it's like, Lord, there doesn't seem to be a tangible way for me to get the medical help. So I just have to trust that you're going to supply what I need to take care of that thyroid right now. And that's when, um, you know, we we got Lenka's course. And her detox in there, the 21 day, it was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to devote myself to doing that. So since September, you know, I'll take like a week off um, in between those 21 day periods. But I've pretty much been making it a lifestyle change right now. And I'm still, you know, struggling with the thyroid in the lungs, but not to the point that I was. Um, you know, it, back when I started this detox um, in September, you know, I literally would be up all night with massive pain in my thyroid. Um, my heart would be racing out of control all night long. I wasn't getting any sleep. Um, and now... Like, I just get periods where, you know, I might have my heart race for two or five minutes, but maybe that's once a month now. So I can already see that, you know, the Lord's using that to bring the healing. And then there's a lot of different disciplines in that that I've been learning that, you know, I'm the type of person that I'm always on the go. I'm always taking care of others. Others are always my first thought. And so what I really appreciate about that course is that it's made me intentionally every single day have to take moments to bring myself before the Lord and say, okay, Lord, how do I need to care for myself right now? Um, what You know what I need, Lord, so show me what I need. And you know, even if it's just taking a little walk outside in the yard for 10 minutes a day, standing in the sunshine, um, you know, those little moments of self-care um, help to relieve that stress. It helps to quiet my heart and, you know, intentionally focus on quieting my body. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, to me, it it has been a game changer. and it gave me hope, you know, I had been so sick that, you know, I was just at that point where I, I wanted anything, you know, it's like, Lord, just give me a surgeon, get this thyroid out. But through the process, I realized that the Lord wants me to fight for those areas of my body that are struggling. He wants me to seek him on how to meet that body parts need and, you know, whether there's a spiritual thing that's affecting it or a physical thing, he wants me to seek him for those answers and go to that next level, which is trust. Do I believe that God alone is my healer? 
And will I trust him to give me that knowledge and that wisdom and patiently wait for that healing? Uh, that's a hard place to be. You know, again, the medical field sometimes it's necessary, but it's become a very a thing of convenience where we just are willing to surrender to the wisdom of men and, you know, or those we've been taught are professionals, those who have all the answers. We will just surrender ourselves to that instead of believing that we can seek God and he will answer us. He will show us what to do. And it's not just for ourselves. He gives us those blessings so that just as we have been given, we can give out to others and help others experience that healing as well. And Jesse, just as a side, I, and I, I think this is going to be okay to share, but I remember the very first three weeks you did that, you lost 16 pounds and felt good about it. Yes, that's absolutely right. And now I've, I've been, uh, I've lost a total of about 25. My goal isn't to lose a mass amount of weight immediately, but, um, the Lord, you know, Lanka says that in the course. She says, you know, that you will lose about, you know, 25 to 50 pounds and, you know, um, and it's true, it, there's nothing, I guess that was what encouraged me the most, you know, with my health right now, especially with the lungs. I'm somebody I like to exercise, but I, I literally can't. And so it's really encouraging just to see that by following her dietary suggestions, that the weight literally was just falling off, you know, and there was nothing that I had to do in particular to do that. Um, so that really makes you feel good when you struggle and you've, you know, I mean, I, I went through a long period of time with my health where, you know, it was almost impossible to do anything but just simple walking, but that wasn't helping me to lose the weight that I wanted or needed to lose. And with a thyroid or, you know, I know a lot of people who, because of their thyroid or their medications, um, those things make it so that they're gaining weight or they can't lose weight. And so you, you kind of get struggled. It doesn't matter what you do dietarily or what you do, um, you know, for exercise, that weight just seems to not fall off. And so, you know, with, with that detox, that was the encouragement. Like it just started falling off. And I was like, praise the Lord. Finally, how many years has it been that I've been longing just to lose five pounds? And here it is just falling off. It's amazing. And, you know, her course really is so biblical. It's in, and she is a, she's a gift. Uh, she's become a friend. Uh, she's someone I can get wise counsel from. Uh, you know, she is really good. And by the way, my wife has done the detox as well. Uh, I have not, uh, but I have gone through her entire course and, uh, and committed parts of it uh, to my life. That is for sure. Uh, so Jesse, just a couple more things. Uh, I want to touch on dominion and authority. And then I want uh, 
if you're willing to uh, talk about some of the future projects and I have an somewhat of an announcement as well that uh, that will end on after that and I think some of you will be super super excited about everything that we're going to keep talking about here so Dominion and Authority and then the next project Jesse absolutely um so you know as we're looking at these goals for the new year um you know for me my spiritual disciplines are always very important um particularly in those areas i mentioned prayer being in the word worship and fellowship so you know it was a couple of years back that i realized hey i don't just want to live one of those normal christian so-called lives that you know all my life the church has displayed this is what it looks like to be a christian um you know that's not i'm not saying that's not who god made me to be but there was so much more you know i don't want my prayer life just to be this little campfire that everybody's sitting around it's like i want my prayers to literally be rolling over the mountaintops and you know i want the enemy to know that when i pray it's like an atomic bomb going off you know i want to move those mountains by faith um i want to have those victories that scripture tells us that the men of old who followed god had so you know how do you get from point a to point b and i realized that you know part of what was holding those prayers back from being so effective and dynamic was that i wasn't walking in the authority that the lord had given to me uh both in the spiritual realm as also in the physical realm and so you know as jeff often says you've you've got to first make those changes in the spiritual realm so that's when i began to go into the courtrooms i started to bring my petitions before the lord against the enemy and saying okay lord you know um your word says that i will be able to heal the sick and raise the dead cast out demons and cleanse the leopards lord so i'm asking for permission i am asking for you to release to me the opportunities to do this type of ministry i'm asking for you to give me all the tools and the weapons that i need to effectively do that in prayer and i'm asking for the release of these things in the physical world and as i did that of course the enemy he started coming with petitions too he started you know causing a lot of havoc trying to keep those things from being released so you know this course is really about you know how do we go about that process how do we you know release the things upon the earth that the lord desires to be there and how do we effectively stewardship the power and the authority that we have in the name of Jesus Christ and how do we walk in that um <clears throat> so i encourage if you know if that's something you want to make a difference in this year i would encourage you to take that course and it's not um it's not finished yet there's more pieces to walking in that dominion and authority and in our kingdom rights so this year we will be doing many more 
courses added to that that really are going to grow. And, um, you know, as I've been faithful in this fight, um, literally, we'll just say the Lord gave me the keys to the universe and he gave that knowledge and that understanding. So those are the things that are that we're Jeff and I are working to release this year. Um, it's going to be dynamic. Uh, it's meant to get into the hands of those who are leaders in God's army. And through it, um, the miracles that the Lord says, you shall do greater things than these. This is what the Lord is placing into our hands. So, you know, it's really important that um, if you're in this army, you know, now's the time to make that decision. Are you going to decide to be a faithful steward of these things as the Lord is is giving them into our hands? Um, you know, my heart is that, yes, Lord, here I am, you know, release the miracles among the masses and just put me out there, you know, um, let me be laying my hands on people. Let me be praying in tongues over them and let us start to see these miracles happening. Amen. And when Jesse says the keys to the universe, um, that is not an exaggeration. I can tell you personally that, uh, uh, I am overwhelmed with what the Lord is showing us. Literally what the Lord is showing us right now um, will change the world. Like I, I'm talking, make an international impact on everyday people's everyday life. And it, it's 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 overwhelming. And if we didn't understand who we were in Christ and who we are in Christ. I would run from this. It's too big for me. But you know what? Why couldn't God use me? Why wouldn't he use a fool to go out there and confound the world? Why wouldn't he? Does, does he only pick the top scholars? Does he only pick uh, the people who have led perfect lives? No, don't disqualify yourself. I'm not going to anymore. Why couldn't the Lord use me? The Lord searches a person's heart and then he says, are you available? And so I'm asking you to make plans this year. Set out plans, set out goals, write them down. Get someone in your life that you can share those with and ask for some accountability. Don't be afraid of writing down your goals and doing things. And so, Jesse, we didn't discuss this beforehand I, I know your heart. Um, the coupon for your course that was the $20 off was set to expire. Uh, actually, July 31st. I'm going to keep that coupon going at least for the month of January. And uh, just so people can do it. And by the way, uh, with any course other than Lenka's, because I need her permission to do things, it's her property, but if there is someone who really, really, really cannot afford one of these courses, send an email to writeonjeff at gmail.com. Um, let me know. 
and I will gift it to you. So this isn't something that, you know, if you're, if you're like, you know, you're having trouble eating and you think you need this, you need to do creating wealth through stewardship. I will gift it to you. And I don't think Jesse would oppose that uh, in any way either. So in fact, I, I don't. Even know. <laughs> we, you know, we want it to be, you know, it's kind of like if you, it, let me think how to put this. You know, these courses are, are seminary material. They're advanced material. And so, you know, this is part of the income God has blessed us with. But at the same time, you know, we don't want anybody to go without if they're really feeling that need and they want to be faithful in that area. Our goal is to grow the kingdom. So, you know, we never want to withhold from somebody just because they can't pay or, um, you know, don't have the financial means for this. And we certainly don't want people, you know, having to choose between their basic needs or their family's needs. Um, so, you know, reach out and let us know, hey, you know, I, I really feel like I need to do this, but, but the honest truth is I financially can't afford it. And, um, you know, we have had some cases the past few months where other individuals stepped forward and said, hey, if anybody can't afford, you know, we, we're willing to help pay for that and cover that cost. So um, if you're one of those individuals also where the Lord is encouraging you to um, help, you know, uh, uh, pay for a couple of those courses so that we can gift those, that's greatly appreciated as well. Yeah, and you know, just uh, on a quick note, and I'll get to to my announcement as well. But uh, you know, on a quick note, it's always tricky to wonder what is the right price for something. So you know, I follow just some kind of basic reasoning and deduction. And so, for instance, the creating wealth course, uh, and I'm just going to give you my thoughts on it. Uh, it. The spiritual ones, like dominion and authority, are even more challenging to price. So we just came up with a price that's super low that anyone should be able to afford like $29, you know, for something that can change your life. That seems pretty, pretty darn affordable to me. Uh, but you know, for something like creating wealth, let's say you made $30,000 a year. And if you're going to have about 20% more at the end of the year, so that's, a, you know, about $6,000 more a year in your pocket. So normally that would tell me if I was going out on stages and stuff like that, that I could sell it for three to $4,000. Easily, my price normally was a thousand dollars, and then it was more if I taught it in person. Uh, however, you know, we put it at five hundred dollars, and then we give it a coupon for two ninety seven that constantly runs for uh, the people for people who are right on radio fans. Other people just find the course somehow and uh, and you know uh, pay full price, but. Uh, by the way, one of the things I want to help you work on this year is we actually have an affiliate program that we've never done much with. But did you know that if you sign up as an affiliate on Right On You, if you share a link to a course and someone buys that course based on your recommendation, you get paid like 30%. So if someone bought, um, you know, uh, the right just at the 297 level, uh, the uh, creating wealth through stewardship course, you'll make a hundred bucks. So that's actually in place. We haven't really worked it yet. 
Uh, but you know, there's something. So, and by the way, three people buy it, you're, you're in the money, right? Um, so I'm also going to extend a new coupon for creating wealth. I did this last night. The coupon, uh, if you want to write this down, the coupon is multiply because God is not the God of adding and subtracting. God is a God of multiplication and division. So the coupon code is multiply. It will save $300 from the course. And the reason I'm extending it, I wasn't going to, but it has put on my heart, anyone who has gone through the course when they get to the third step, so it's essentially a three-step course. Uh, the first step is getting your mind in the game, which is very important. Nothing happens unless your mind is in the game. The second part is actually the stewarding and management. And the third part is the multiplication part where uh, we don't tell you how to invest or anything like that. We just break down that, uh, you know, basically any investment you can think of in the world comes into one of three categories. And what Jesse and I do is we break it down spiritually for you. And I think it makes it very easy for you to decide where to put your money and where to uh, to invest and to get multiplication. And we actually show you how much money you can make by doing it this way. And it's staggering. Uh, if people think it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, the example I use in the course is literally if you were to take $60,000. And and by the way, if you're a homeowner, you could probably take $60,000 against one of your assets like a home and invest it to, for profit. And uh, one of the things is we show how to do that and then how to turn that money in. And so the example I do using grade five math is how to turn $60,000 into $62 million in 24 years. And people think that that's it's crazy. You can't do it. I show you using grade five math. It, it, the numbers don't lie. Just people don't look at numbers properly because you're trained not to. The world is trying to, trying to hide this from you. Why can some people make a lot of money and you can't? It's because they just look at money a little bit differently than you do. We create wealth. It isn't going out there and putting in extra time to go out and get wealth. I don't have to work 10 more hours a week to get wealth. No, you have to create wealth. That's why it's called creating wealth through stewardship. Uh, but the reason I say this and the reason I extend this coupon is in February or, or later this month in January, I'm going to be making an announcement of a course. I'm going to teach my real estate strategy. It is the safest real estate strategy in the world as far as I'm concerned. It's not only safe, but it is high return and you help people at the same time. Too good to be true? No, it's not. I've done it successfully multiple times in my life and I'll even show you some of my personal numbers and what I have done through real estate. And I'm going to offer this course and you have to have taken creating wealth to even be accepted into the course because I can teach you how to make all kinds of money. If you don't know how to steward it, it's no good to you and it can actually damage you. So you will have had to go through creating wealth to even qualify to get into this course. It will be a limited number of seats. Uh, most of it, there will be a portion of it will, will be taught live. So it'll be interactive and probably the biggest thing that's going to go uh, with this is I'm going to give about $10,000 of contracts and documentation to go with it. And so it's going to be an incredible, incredible value uh, to you guys. And that's so you can have more money in the kingdom. And uh, 
And just lastly, Jesse, we would be remiss because we're talking about money in the kingdom. Uh, do, do you know that a lot of people who were working with us with My Liberty Stand, you know, when, when we advertise My Liberty Stand, you know, buy American, cut out the Chicom, stop going to Walmart for all your basic necessities and stuff like that, which you should because they're evil. Uh, our products are good. They're, you know, they're good for you. They're good for your house. They're superior products. They're basically about the same amount of money. Uh, but did you know that part of the reason why we have it, it's a concierge type of service. When you write down, you go to mylibertystand.com and you put in your name, one of your fellow listeners contacts you. Do you know that they actually make a bit of money by doing that? You know, in fact, some of them are doing pretty good right now in doing that. And it also helps support Jesse and Jeff, but you're doing something ethical for your family as well. And that is keeping money in the kingdom. We're building up. God is releasing funds into the right on radio family uh, through these things. And we're living healthier and better because of it as well. So, you know, uh, my Liberty stand is a big part of our plans going forward. And uh, we really hope that more of you uh, will become involved as we grow. Sorry, my mic was refusing to go off. No, um, absolutely. And, you know, there have been a lot of changes. You know, I've been t we've been talking about this year that we've been making in our life, Jeff. And, um, you know, it, it starts small. You know, it started with that stewardship. You know, where is my money going? What am I investing it in? And, you know, as you start to break down all the places where you're spending your money, then you have to even look at, you know, what am I buying? Is that really healthy for my body? Is it healthy for my spiritual growth? Um, you know, and this isn't an all in all, you know, but that transformation takes time. And as we start to, you know, change the things that we can change, the Lord blesses that change and he provides other avenues so that we can continue to make changes in our lives. So, um, you know, just start with one thing at a time if you can. But I encourage people, um, if you want to be committed to make that change, then just do it. Start doing it and, you know, start today. There's no better time to do it. That's right. And Jesse, I told you we'd only be an hour. We've gone a little bit over that, but I did also say that we would take one or two calls. Are you okay for a few more minutes, Jesse? Absolutely. All right. So Joe said he had something to add to the Proverbs and no, I didn't forget. Joe, you can, uh, you can call in now and I'll get you on. There he is, Pastor Joe. Good morning. God bless you guys. What a wonderful show. This is cool. Very cool. Um, can you hear me? You're live. I'm live. Okay. Uh, it was something about Proverbs 16, and I just wanted to point out in the, the last sermon, in the beginning of it, some, for some reason, God was like, okay, Go for 16 chapters, and then I could only get through six during the sermon. 
And the 16th chapter was still on my heart. So I was like, listen, next time on the next sermon, I'm going to make sure I do 10 and end up in the 16th chapter. And that's going to be the last chapter of the sermon so that that is freshest in people's minds. And when you said that out of Proverbs 16 this morning, it was like the Lord kind of giggled and elbowed me in the ribs and said, this is for you. Are you listening? And then there's some conversations that have been had and some motivations that have been given that have made me realize that <clears throat> this is this wisdom that God is giving is extremely important. And we're getting a lot of how to uh, manage our secular lives, meaning not just reaching so far up into the spiritual warfare, but living life, what's going on around us. And I got that little nudge with the elbow that, this is what I want you to talk about. This is why I pointed you to 16. You know how God repeats things until you get them sometimes? Oh, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. It just I was just saying, hey, God's talking here about this chapter. So thank you. Hey, and uh, God bless you guys today. Thanks, Joe. Really appreciate you, man. And I'm loving the sermons. They're really feeding into my life as well. I love your, your humbleness and... Uh, your heart, uh, most of all during it and the, the methodical nature of your teaching as well. I think you're the, uh, the perfect guy for us on the Saturday night and, uh, and I'm thankful for you. Okay. Listen, uh, we'll take one or two more people to call in and then we're going to wrap it up for today. If anyone even wants to call in like Matrix. <laughs> oh, we have Anita. All right, Anita should be able to get on in just a moment. Hello? Hey, Anita, you're live on Right On Radio. Right on, right on, right on. No way. <laughs> With Jesse. Oh, good to have you here, Anita. It's great to be here. Um, thank you both. <clears throat> thank everybody. With Right on Radio. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, you still here with me? We're listening. Do you have a point or a question? Okay. Yeah, okay. thanks. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, as far as, um, well, the Dominion, I, I recently purchased that. And I guess my, my question is, just like financially, um, I've always been a giver, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm in a position where um, it's, it's just become a struggle, and, and I'm optimistic about this new year, about so many things, and I know God's going to provide. How do I know how? to pray i feel somewhat guilty for asking for um funds uh so to speak uh, how how do i pray for that 
um, and not feel guilty? Oh, I'll answer that part. Uh, you don't have because you don't ask. Mm. Um, and it's not enough to just simply say, um, Lord, I know you're going to provide. Um, you always do make a way. Um, uh, for, for example, I need a roof. My home needs a roof. And, and this gentleman that I know said, well, just don't think about it. Don't worry about it. I said, are you kidding me? It's not your roof. <laughs> um, how do you not worry about it? Uh, which I don't mean worry, but how do you not think about it? How do you not concern yourself with it? And, but then I thought, okay, why well, am I not doing that myself? I think, you know, where it starts is that we need to break down, um, some of the untruths that the church has taught us to live in. Um, first, you know, we are told that God is our provider and, you know, his word says in Philippians 4, 6 that, you know, it says, um, do not be anxious for anything, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Now, the next step, though, is that as we are a corporate body, you know, there should be no shame in bringing forward our needs to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, you know, so putting that need out there with no shame, saying, hey, um, People, I need a new roof, and I don't have the financial means to get that right now. Can you join me in prayer and, you know, pray for that financial provision so that I can get that? And, you know, maybe it's also um, others will come alongside of and say, all right, let's start a special fundraising for this, or maybe it's let's budget it out uh, for a couple months and see how, how soon, you know, if, if we're all chipping in and, and, um, setting aside a portion, um, towards that, um, how soon can we get that done and how soon does it need to be done? So, you know, I think it's just realizing that truth that, you know, sometimes we need help planning out those things. We need help, you know, budgeting, uh, making, a tangible plan on when that needs to get done and how it's going to get done. And we shouldn't be ashamed to ask others to help us with that. Okay. Okay. I absolutely love yes. that. Uh, I love that answer, Jesse, but I, I just want to add to it, Anita. And by the way, I thank you so much for that question because that it's such a common thing. And, you know, I'm not preaching that we need to be rich as Christians. Don't, don't hear anything. I'm, I'm not saying that. Some people are called to have more. Right. Some people are called to have less. Some, you know, uh, it doesn't really matter. It matters what you do with what you're given. But I want to just say to you that God does supply all of our needs and we can, we can ask him boldly if you're, if you're a good manager of it. Because when he gives you more, you can go and help more people. Can you help more with more? Yes, you can. 
right? And he can be faithful in that. And one of the things is we have to get this lie out of our heads that, uh, you know, we just need to get by. And, you know, because no, when, when you have real peace in your financial security, like whatever that is, let's say you need $1,000 a month to live and you're getting $1,200 well, a month, then you're peaceful because you have an abundance. You have a little bit of extra at the end of the month, so you're not worried about this. So there's nothing wrong with asking for that. And you got to remember, you're a daughter of the king. The the daughter of the of the king doesn't have to worry about, you know, if she's going to have clothes to wear the next day or anything like that. It's understanding who you are in the Lord. So I thank you for that question. Hallelujah. I'm a daughter of the king. That's exactly right. Thank you both so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Pray for me. You will. We will. And, uh, okay, we've got uh, one more here. We've got uh, I don't. I can't read the whole name, but uh, I just let you in. How are you? Welcome to Right on Radio. Hey, Jeff, it's Trisha. Um, listen, uh, I've been following uh, you guys for um, for a while. I first found Jesse on David Zublik. Hi, Jesse. And then um, followed her through uh, Kimberly Faith, and then I found um, Right on Radio. You guys have made such a huge difference in my life. Um, I'm going to cry up just talking about this. But I've learned so much, and I, I just can't thank you enough. Um, in talking, uh, you know, kind of towards today's conversation, I've been struggling with the finance piece of it and what to chase because, you know, I kind of I work in corporate America. I am a contractor. I don't want to be an employee anymore because I don't want to be a slave. Yet I'm still, you know, trying to balance. You know, I still need to make income, right? I actually turned down a full-time opportunity because uh, I didn't because I wanted to kind of stay and be my own person. And I, it was a really hard decision because it came with a lot of extra stuff and benefits, et cetera. And do you know, after I said no, I ended up picking up another client that was, that delivered me the biggest win I've had in my career, which was amazing. And then you know what happened next? Uh, a couple of weeks later, my dog got really, really sick and ended up costing thousands and thousands of dollars through emergency care. And I prayed and prayed and prayed, and fast forward, she's okay, but it did not look good. And I just can't help but believe that God put that amazing win in front of me so that I didn't have the financial worry of having to make a decision of how to care for this you know, dog that is dear to me and, and my family. And I thought, how... How sad that other people out there probably will have to make a decision based on finances. Happy New Year. Because they weren't able to, you know, they were not in the same position that I was, that God took the worry of money off my plate so that I could focus solely on praying for my God and praying to, you know, for my dog and praying to God to ask for help. And um, I, I just, if you had not been sharing everything that you guys have been sharing over this past year, I, I wouldn't have seen that, and I, I I saw it as a gift and not as a what a terrible year kind of thing. I just wanted to share that. I just don't know how I can thank you 
both enough for everything that you do. And I just want you to know that you're making a difference. You've made a huge difference in my life. I mean, unbelievable. And um, by the way, um, I also have been um, donating to the, the to, to Kevin and um, to the uh, young lady too uh, that you put out the appeal for yesterday. So uh, trying to help, you know, take that money and, and, and to help someone else. So again, sorry to be going on so long, but I just needed to thank you. Well, Tricia, we really appreciate that testimony. That story was beautiful. And, uh, and you know, and, and by the way, when we hear feedback like that, uh, it really gives us strength and strengthens our resolve because it's nice to know that uh, God is using our willingness to, to step out there, uh, but it's God's work. And, uh, and you know, the, the greatest thing that we ask is that uh, you continue to pray for us as we, uh, we pray for you as well. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little wonder too on that. I'm back. Oh. oh, I was just going to say thank you for sharing that, Tricia. Um, you know, you and I have known each other for a while, and I just I appreciate you so much and your loving heart, and you know that you do um, do what you can do to really you think outside of yourself and. Uh, that's been something that greatly encourages and has blessed my life. So thank you as well. Oh, you're so very welcome, Jesse. Oh. All right. Thank you, Tricia. And I guess we're just going to have the one last caller here. It's uh, Karis J. Hall. Welcome to Right on Radio. Hello? We can hear you loud and Hello? clear. Okay, I'm I'm busy. I'm working groundskeeping in Florida today, so I'm trying. I've got two points I would like to make and see if I can get it concise enough. That over 30 years ago, when I was in my 20s, because I was raised in the traditional church and stuff, um, I always was in my heart had where you know I always felt a part of the end time. Where is the New Testament church? You know that you see in the Bible. And I just feel like this ministry is a part of the fruition of that culmination of things that I longed for. And who could have known, you know, everything we've been through the past couple of years, how things have evolved and God surely knows what he's doing. And I just want to say thank you to both of you. Open your hearts up to us all. But the next thing I want to talk about is giving. And I've always been a giver and I've always given out of my need. I've never had lots of money. But there, we have a lot of takers in this world, and that's not our responsibility to deal with that part. But in giving, just keep this in mind, and I have learned this in recent years myself. Always, if you're in need and someone gives to you, you know, we have people say, oh, that's okay. Just don't rob others of their blessing. You do not know what you might be creating in their life by receiving. And so when you take a gift especially when you're in need and you, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed, but always look at it as, as you are blessing that person as well, because God is going to do something in their life. Mm. That's all I have to say. I really want to thank you for bringing that forward, Karis. And um, that has been an area of my life that I've always really struggled in. And this year, the Lord has been teaching me that, you know, the art of receiving 
is an art of giving a gift back. Exactly. And how we receive, you know, um, it's just as important. It's so important, and it's the area where many of us struggle. You know, we're taught that it's a shameful thing to receive, or that, you know, there's that struggle with trust as we receive, and so that's and part why. of the relationships. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing. That is so important. And I don't. Want God bless point, everyone here. I don't want that point to be missed about pride because that is something that the Lord has. <laughs> really convicted me of uh in this last year because i i went from you know being a you know a, above average successful business person to all of a sudden being humbled and needing to rely on the support of others and uh that was a very humbling thing but he taught me through my own giving through someone who was too prideful to accept a gift that, that, you know, that was the exact lesson. And I really thank you for making that. Uh, what a perfect way to end this because uh, that is, it is a gift to the person who gives. And, and when we give, we don't want to let a lot of people know that we give as well. I, I tend to give in secret, uh, mostly. Uh, not all, It's not always possible, uh, but it's also good to encourage other people to give as well. Sometimes with your testimony of, you know, God actually honored you from it. And, you know, sometimes it's a good time to testify, but we always want to just do that dance about it and just, you know, try to make it between ourselves and God and not worry about man in the, uh, in the equation, because at the end of the day, God owns everything and you're only given stuff by permission. And I say, be a good manager of the things that he's given you by permission of and, uh, and ask him for more. And so you can give more. That's the uh, that's the Christian economy, the kingdom economy. You know, that's about the father's business. And we got to learn a lot from other cultures. You know, other cultures uh, will very much only spend money within their communities. And uh, and I'm not saying we need to be inclusive like that. I think that's wrong. Uh, but it's but there's some good principles in it. And where we can, we should sow into our own communities uh, more than going outside and funding, you know, the pagan gods of this world. So, you know, that's uh, just maybe what we'll close on. And and Jesse, why don't uh, I'm going to pray and then I'll I'll stop and maybe you can continue to pray and uh, just let's lift up our listeners and bless them for this year. So Heavenly Father, we come before Your throne. God, and we come before your throne because you've given us permission. You've given us access through Jesus Christ's blood that was shed on the cross for us. And, Father, you do say that even the birds of the air don't worry about where their meal will come from the next day. Why should we, being your sons and daughters, worry about these things? And, Father, you've given us the authority as your sons and daughters to go and pray for people and to to expand your kingdom and to bring more people into the tent. And, God, the world is crying out for your word and for your truth right now in these great days of deception. So, Father, we pray you trust us that we can uh, deliver your message to even greater amounts of people and that we actually... Through, through the teachings and things that you allow us to speak, God, that we are actually discipling more and more people to go out into the world and to do this and to multiply your message uh, tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, God, even more the number 
whatever you give, we will take. And we promise to be good stewards of whatever you give us to do to the best of our abilities. And God, we pray for your correction where we are gone wrong and, uh, and your gentle correction at that, God, because uh, we, we truly do have a heart to serve you. And we pray for the health of every single person who's in this. We need, we need our bodily strength. We need our mental faculties, God that we can go into this fight. We will no longer acquiesce to this world. We will not let this world or these tyrants and these uh, power mongers tell us to not obey our God and to go against us. Hell no, I'm not going to wear a mask and go worship my God. No, we were not going to acquiesce anymore. We're sons of the and daughters of the King Most High, and we're going to live that way this year. We've drawn a line in the sand, God, and we say no more. We say no more. Now we stand, God, and we're going to stand on your word. We're going to build our house on your rock. We're going to submit our plans before you, and we're going to ask you to approve the plans, and then not only approve the land, the plans, but then give us the land, God, that we may plant our seeds and go and reap the harvest afterwards. So this is what we put before you. Father God, and we ask the Holy Spirit, we give the Holy Spirit permission to do your will in our lives, Lord, and we thank you, Jesus, to make all of this possible. And Lord, we just ask that um, we come boldly in confidence and ask that we may experience these things this year with joy, that we may rejoice and delight in you and one another. We are the body of Christ. We are your bride. And you made us that you may display the beauty that you have given to us. So we thank you for all these things that you are giving to us. And I ask that those of us who struggle with receiving, that you would help us to work on that this year, that we may realize that as we receive, we literally are just opening up our hands and displaying the beauty that you have given to us and um, that others may see, that others may delight, that others may rejoice with us and give thanks and praise to you because you are good and we just rejoice in that goodness. And I ask that each of us go forward this week, um, that you will just pour out your blessings upon us that where we lack revelation and understanding that you will give that revelation, that you will show us how to apply your principles in our lives, how to apply your disciplines, what methods that we are to use as we go about our day in order to accomplish the works that you've given us to do and um, help us to grow and increase our faith. And Lord, I ask that, our faith would not be hindered anymore and that we wouldn't be afraid to ask bigger. So as we do, Lord, I just, I know that you're going to pour out those blessings, that you're going to draw closer, that you're going to reveal that you alone are God and that you are our God. And we just submit to that and we proclaim one Lord, one savior, one God, one King, our Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you for that resurrection power that is not a power unto death or just to get us into this next life, but that you have given us that eternal resurrection power that we may live here on the earth 
to display your glory, your majesty, and your wonder to the world. We just bless your name, Jesus, and pray all these things. Amen. Now this close off by saying with some confidence that I believe 2022 is going to be a very supernatural year. It's not what God is about to do. It's about what he is already doing. And I really think that the power in his name is increasing in this time, that people are hungrier for his word than they have been in decades, if not a century. And it's an honor to be able to stand on the rock and to give his most gracious word and to be able to offer his salvation through the reading of his word to the unsaved of this world. So stand on the rock, proclaim his goodness. And remember, in all things, love God first, love your family, really reach out and love your neighbor. And this year, make a difference in your community. Amen. God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us. And uh, pay attention to uh, Telegram this week as we're going to announce whether we're doing shows or not. Jesse and I are really busy on uh, this other project, so we're kind of debating whether we should devote that to doing shows or to doing time. We've certainly got enough intel to bring out, uh, but uh, we're going to prayerfully consider this. And, uh, you know, maybe the Lord took us off of uh, YouTube for a little season so we can work more on this. And uh, we're going to, we're going to prayerfully consider these things and we'll keep you up to date, but we love you. We really do. I th- I'm thankful for every one of you uh, that's here and, uh, and uh, spending this time with Jesse and I. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye.